Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggins. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into episode 117 of What the Howl. I am PBG from the AOB, joined by... Are you done now? No. <laughs> you were supposed to say, Matt Cook, you're sitting out there for awesome. So, so are you doing the intro? Yes, I oh. just did it. Okay. Anyway. I'm Jared Boggess. I just work here. Yeah, I'm Matt Cook. Your assistant athletic director for Awesome. Look, I'm we, confused. We have to prepare for when you're gone because we are officially on Jared Watch, Kid Watch for real now. It was for real last week, too. I don't think so. It's not as for real as it is this week. True. I mean, it's it's more for real every day that goes by and I don't have a child. Shout so. out Ella McGregor. That's not her middle <laughs> I name. I don't know her middle name. Did you just... Where'd you get that one from? I was thinking of Conor McGregor. I'm wearing a helmet. And yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Conor McGregor. Ella Rydell. That's a good one. <laughs> yes. This is not a video podcast, but if it was, PBG has a football helmet on while recording. And I sound great. I don't know why a football helmet would affect that. I don't. I don't know. But anyway, this is episode 117. We're here to talk um, a couple of things. We've got uh, two basketball games or four basketball games to recap, a track meet to recap. Um, and we're going to talk all about it right here on What the How. And apparently no rails whatsoever. No. No, we're just... The rails are gone. The rails are long gone. The training, <laughs> the training wheels were taken off. They were definitely taken off. Um, then we'll do our someone to howl about. Everyone knows what that is. There's no point in uh, explaining it. If you're a first-time listener, you'll find out later. Um, and then we'll preview this week. That sounds great. So Let's do that. Let's – oh, okay. Um, let's jump into it. Let's start with track and field, who uh, opened their indoor season at the BSC Indoor Icebreaker um, at, uh, over at the Birmingham Crossplex. So – Pretty good performance from the Wolves, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm I'm very very encouraged by what what we saw this weekend uh, with our with our track program. Three school records went down. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Um, the one that impresses me the most, and they're all three very impressive. Um, but the one that impressed me the most, I thought, was Campbell Brown's school record in the 60 meter dash. Yeah, for a sprinter to come in and set a school record in her first collegiate event. It's pretty impressive. Seven six six was the time. Yeah, and I remember when Kira Montefusco came in and she set that record as a freshman. It was a big deal. Yep. And then Campbell Brown comes in now and sets it in meet number one. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I'd say so. Absolutely. The pole vault record was also broken. Did you? That's know? correct. Um, and that was Mulaney Walker yep. set yep. that one with a jump of three point five five meters. Um. America Valdez wasn't too shabby in the pole vault either. So. No, M America was very good. Yeah. So Mulaney Walker comes in, does the same thing Campbell Brown does. First collegiate event, breaks a school record. Love to see that. Yeah. Add it to the list. Yeah. And then Mia Culpepper. Yeah. Triple jump school record. Triple jump school record. Indoor school record. Um, eleven. No, she is a junior. She uh, eleven point eight nine um, was her her best jump. But the cool thing was. All five of her jumps would have broken the previous school record um, of 11.50 meters, but her best was 11.89. So that is the new uh, school record in the triple jump. So those were the top three highlights of the day um, for the Wolves over in Birmingham to open up the indoor season, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what else they can do. 
Yeah, it, it, this is this is really really encouraging. Uh, uh, it, I I can't say enough about it. It's 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 a it's a big encouragement uh, to have this this much success early. Um, it's good to see sprinters coming out early like Kira did a couple of years ago, and then um, uh, but then uh, pole vaulting has not been. I mean, we've been decent in it, but it's not been a strong suit for us. Yeah. So. Uh, so it, it, it'll be really good to see, uh, Melanie Walker and, and her, uh, building of her career here. Yeah. And we talked about the sprinters too. Obviously we touched on Campbell Brown's school record, but also, um, in the 60 meter dash, we had, um, three in the top 20 along with her, right? Mia Culpepper, Hannah Dunstan and Kira Montefusco yeah. all inside the top 20. So, um, and then Campbell didn't even run the, uh, the finals of the 60 meter dash because she had some problems with her Achilles, I believe is what what I heard. Um, but she just it was kind of a precautionary thing. I don't I don't want to you know risk anything. But um, so pretty good performance from the sprinters. Yeah, and and Mia Culpepper has continued to grow each year. She, Absolutely, she's gotten she's gotten better and better as as her career has gone along, and uh, it's really really exciting to see uh, what what she's going to do. And then, of course, Patience Collier's back, too, a name that uh, a lot of Wolves fans will remember from years past. She was an f- indoor freshman of the year as a freshman. Uh, she finished fifth in the long jump to start her indoor season. Um, Dasani Mentor had a pretty good day, fin- jumped 5.12 meters, finished 12th in that event. Um, and then Mia Culpepper also competed in the long jump and was 14th in that. Um, in the throws, Brandy Bodie back. Did she compete on no, Saturday I don't or Friday? She, she did, did not. not. Okay. Um, that's a name to watch. No one has won the uh, indoor shot put not named Brandy Bodie in the history of that event. So. Yeah, and last year, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, the uh, indoor track and field championships was Brandy's first throw, I think. I'm fairly certain about that. Or what do you mean her first throw? It was her first throw of the year. Oh, like she, she didn't compete until... She, she was injured. She, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was I coming back from okay. injury. And she came back and won the conference. Okay, wow! And yeah. like, it, like, if there there is a if there are legends in it within West Georgia athletics, she is definitely a legendary figure. I told oh, her, I, agree. I, I told her at a basketball game. I was like, we need to get others into the into the uh, mindset that they they're going to be first ballot Hall of Famers like you will be. And she went, I'm going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I was like, uh, yeah. Most likely, um, more than more than likely. It, I mean, it, unless uh, un, unless I am absolutely off my rocker, which sometimes you, I that's been, been known be. to happen. That, that has happened yeah, before. I, I don't even have a rocker. That's the weird thing. Not a single rocker. No, no. not even a recliner that rocks. Well, we kind of have a recliner that glides. No, it's a glider. It's a gliding. Gotcha. Glider. It's a reglider. It's a it's a reglider. Look at that. Yeah. Okay, so when we we're talking about the rails earlier, we're off them again. Um, but yeah, a good performance to start the season for uh, Wolves track and field in the indoor season, um, and they're off for the rest of the year. They will jump back into action come January. January fourteenth. January fourteenth is their next event. That's next year. Yeah, you'll have a child by then. I will. I think they're at South Carolina too. Is that right, Derek? Hutt? That's correct. All right, nice. At South Carolina. So love to see that performance from the track and field, and hoping for uh, bigger and better as we go through the outdoor or indoor season. Excuse me. Uh, let's jump into the basketballs. Let's start with the women. They went 0-2 on the week, uh, dropping two games to uh, one game to rival Aldosta State and then the loss to West Florida on Sunday. Uh, two really tough opponents, two really tough games, games where we really never got um, 
Never could score like we needed to. Um, on that Thursday night game in Valdosta, we scored five points in the opening quarter, and we were down 23 after 10 minutes. Yeah. We just dug ourselves a huge hole. You know, we're in the gauntlet part of the schedule. You got you got Union, who is sixth in the country and always uh, always up there. Yep. Um, you got Valdosta, who has been a uh, – excuse me, Aldosta. <laughs> Uh, they've been to two straight regionals. Uh, yeah, they so went to they, the Elite Eight last year. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, beating you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I think in, they beat them in the regional in final. In the regional final, yeah. Um, and then West Florida has been coming on strong under under Yelton. Yelton has really got them going in the right direction. No, I agree. So, so it's, it, 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 this, is a, this is a gauntlet part of the schedule. And, and, and it'll build some character for, for this young team. You know, we, we don't we, – we, we still – we're still – we still got two freshmen in the starting lineup. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I don't disagree with you. And if you looked at their lineup, there were seniors, graduate students, and and juniors all throughout the whole thing. Yes, and one of them was the top rebounder in the league. She averaged, uh, or she's fourth in the league in scoring, um, and a, like you said, a graduate student. You talked about the gauntlet, though, and I, I touched on how we were having trouble scoring. Uh, really, the last three games, if you throw it all the way back to Union. Union was the top defensive team in the conference. Uh, Valdosta State was second. And then going into the weekend, Valdosta, or West Florida had actually dropped to fourth. They were third when we talked on Friday, but then they gave up like a million to Columbus State and dropped to fourth. Um, so three of the top four defenses in three straight games. Um, so like you said, tough gauntlet. But but back to Thursday, we were down 23-8 to eight after the first quarter. And then if you look at the last three quarters, we were only outscored by four points over those final three quarters. So we were we just dug ourselves a hole that we couldn't get out of. Right. So – um, some positives to take from that one, but but a loss uh, nonetheless to our, our tribal Valdosta State. And then Sunday at back at home, uh, dropped our first home game of the season. We went real cold in the field in the third quarter, got outscored twenty four to ten. We only made I think we made uh, six three pointers in the first half and only two in the second half. Uh, so West Florida made some adjustments, like you said, under Coach Yelton, made some adjustments to kind of take away the three ball from us. Um, Steph Torres led us with twelve points. Um, and then Piso KK nine point six rebounds for us. Well, and the shots are there. Yeah, the the the, the shots are there. It's just got to. It, it's again, that's the freshman nature, the young nature of our team. It, it, it where they're still learning how to how to p- fully play the game together, and um, because West Florida jumped out us on, on us as well. But we came roaring back. Yeah, we did. I mean, th- that second quarter uh, comeback was really, really impressive. Yeah, we got we took a I think it was a fourteen to two run that gave us a lead after trailing by twelve. I think with seven minutes left in the second half or second quarter, and and got back in the game. But then, like we talked about, the third quarter we went ice cold um, and and got outscored twenty four to ten, and never could uh, recover after that. I've been known to say things have gone colder than a pizza in the freezer. You have said that before. That would be accurate for yeah. what we did in the third quarter. Yeah, third quarter was tough for us on Sunday. Um, but we got a seven days off now. Got a, a break for final exams. Hopefully we can regroup back on the road Sunday. We'll talk about that when we get to the preview. Let's move on to the men's basketball team, who is in the midst of the hottest start in Gulf South Conference play since 2000. 2000. You know who was on that team? Andy Young. There you go. I was trying to get Jared to guess. Oh, I, I knew the I answer. Knew, I, I was, knew you knew. Yeah. But the listeners probably didn't know. Yeah. Unless and who, Brian, is Andy Young? He's our assistant basketball coach. You're so smart. Longtime assistant and uh, fantastic dude. Absolutely. Um, let's jump into it. Let's talk uh, Valdosta State on Thursday. 88-76 win. 
Um, I think you're correct. I don't know that we ever trailed in the game, and we we pulled away there in the second half, led by double digits for most of the game. Fifty um, percent shooting on the field, and that's pretty good. Is it? I think it is. Oh, okay. Um, Cameron Denatlin back in the lineup. Um, that was his second career game, right, at Valdosta? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he played yeah. double the minutes in that game. Doubled the minutes from the Union to the Valdosta. Or game. close to it. Close to it. I think. Okay. Because he played seven minutes in the Union game and almost. He played 16 in the Valdosta. Yeah, that is more than doubled. I, okay. Well, he scored 16 points on 7 of 10 shooting, all from around the rim. So I think that's his game. I think we caught the Captain Daryl about New, that. he hit that's a three-pointer. He did? Yeah. Oh, he hit a most, of them, the, most of them were around the rim. He, he hit a three-pointer in the second half. He took he, he took two, missed one, and missed his first one, and then hit his second one. But he was standing wide the heck open. But the thing that I like, he's 16 and 7, great, outstanding. The, the guy is only 6'2", six, 6'3". And but and and but he guarded the five in that in that game. That was that was one of the things that was most impressive to me uh, about Cam Denotlin. Is and it? who was the number five? N- no, he guarded the five. Yeah, who was the five? I don't remember. Oh, uh, oh, Mohammed uh, Fofana. Fifi no. Fofana. Fofana. He, <laughs> I just wanted to say that. That's all. Fofana was the four. Oh, was he the four? Yeah. No, oh, okay. he guarded a guy that's bigger than Fofana. Fifi Fofana. Fofana. Yeah. Fifi Fofana. Yeah. <laughs> Banana Fana. Continue your your point. But I'm, I'm but sorry. no, I'm 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 excited about the fact because Cam, we're just now getting a look at Cam and what he can do, and uh, and and he's going to get better and better each game. And uh, that's uh, a real scary thing for the conference. Yeah, especially when you got a team that's got uh, Mike Zabatakis on it. Yes. Because uh, he went for 21 in that game against Valdosta State. Um, I don't know who put this note in there, who Mike, Mike was the closer in that game. Me. Yeah. He was. I agree. Seven of our last nine points. Yeah. And we, we just talked last week about how Zaldi was our closer, so we got two closers. Well, Zaldi showed up again against West Florida. We'll talk about that. Yeah, now. absolutely. You well, forgot the key of the game, though. Fifi Fofana had a, oh, had a he run. Insane. Yeah, yeah he, he did. Yeah. He and, scored and, like the first 16 points. Or and they, and when they, he, he brought them back to 61 to 61, and things were looking, things were looking a little bleak, and then, uh, and then old Mr. Z took over there. Well, Matt – Took it out of my script, but we had the Daryl Redden's Tommaso Genie play of the game. What's that? He had a steal that proceeded to, you know, start a fast break for old Cam Denatlin. Oh yeah, it was yeah. great. It was a great yeah. play. Yeah, he did. He might did. have been the play of the game. Tommaso, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might have been the sure. play of the game. So. Well, Tommaso has has showed up at at Valdosta um, in in his career. He played a uh, heck of a game down there in the twenty twenty one season. Yeah, played every minute of the game. I remember that. And, and uh, I think he scored seventeen or something like that in that one. He 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 tends to show out against Valdosta, so we're we're proud of him. So you talked about when it went sixty one to sixty one. That was with eleven fifty seven to go, um, and then we finished uh, on a twenty seven to fifteen run to win the game by twelve. So heck of a performance that moved us to four and zero in the Gulf South Conference. Uh, more importantly, got us a four point zero to two point zero lead in the Red Clay rivalry. Um, after the two basketball results. So um, we are two points away from winning that for the first yeah. time. And it, in its second year of existence, there's a story on UWGathletics.com that, that kind of runs down how the Red Clay rivalry has gone so far and what we've got left to come in that. Um, and if you're not sure what that is, that is a season-long competition between us and the Blazers of Aldosta State. And I'll, tell, I'll, I'll, I'll go one deeper on, the, okay. on, on what happened in that game. We absolutely took the complex out of the game. Oh yeah, like the the complex is a is a tough place to go play. It's a really good environment. They do a really good job down there, and and the fans are kind of nuts. Um, I mean, just like ours, our yeah. fans are kind of nuts. It, it's it, it's it, it it is a rivalry. It's a lot of fun, 
and uh, and and we were able to go down there and take their fans out of the game. Yeah, Spencer Van Horn, who was uh, Valdosta State's play-by-play guy, commented yeah. on that how yeah. the uh, the fans were kind of dead and out of it several yep. times. Uh, yeah, several times he said that for sure. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Sunday. Uh, big win over West Florida, sixty-nine to sixty-two on Sunday afternoon, moving us to five and zero in Gulf South Conference play, like we touched on earlier. Our best start in league play since the two thousand one two or two thousand two thousand one season, um, which was the prelude to the Elite Eight team in two thousand two. Correct. Uh, so, not saying I'm just saying this might might be some fun stuff to watch down the stretch. Also, career win number sixty for Dave Moore. 60. A nice even 60. 60. 60. Yeah. 60. So congrats to Dave Moore on win number 60. All right. Um, back and forth game the whole time. We led at by six at the break. Um, and in the second half, we didn't get below nine until eight-minute mark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, t- you talked about Zoddy Jackson being the closer again. Yeah. Um, I missed the second half. Tell us what happened. Uh, we had a nine-point lead, three minutes left in the game, and – you know, he, he just took over like he does. He kind of called an ISO for himself, and then he kind of just goes to the basket, try to get some contact, go to the free throw line. Scored seven of the last ten points for the Wolves, and we kept the Argos at bay long enough. And he finished with a career-high 22. Not a team high, though. Mike Zabatakis tied his career-high with 25 points and a double-double with 10 rebounds. And his 10th double-double of his career, as I'm Fun seeing fact. here. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I counted at least six of those points that were – um, that were off of second chance points of Mike's points. Yeah, at least at least six points of that were were uh, a a rebound and a putback. Love to see that. And, and, you know, which I mean, that lends credence to the ten rebounds. Yeah, but uh, but it, it was it was it was huge. And and I still go back to Colton Griffin and and the 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 glue player that he is. Mm-hmm. It 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 provides it 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 provides such a a relief for Mike to just be Mike. Yep. So it's awesome. Yeah, and what then the Cole Fisher's kind of coming into his own, you know? Oh, Cole, yeah. He, he had yeah. a season-high 12 points. It was almost career-high. His career-high is 14, but, you know, he, he kind of struggled at the beginning. He's kind of showing up now. I think he had a span where he hit a three, and then he hit back-to-back. Um, I think he scored on, like, three of our four possessions. One yeah. was a three-pointer, and then he had two runners in the lane. Um in that first half, that was big for us. Yeah, and he and he had a follow. He had a follow up as well. He had a he had a an, a, 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 a putback. Put yeah. yeah. Um, and talking about Mike Z and, and playing well around the rim, getting those second chance points, um, that's big because I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He didn't have his best night protecting the basketball. He had seven turnovers, five right. in the first half. Right. Um, so to see him, you know, frustrated with that, but still hustling, getting those rebounds and those second chance points, love to see that. He also got a technical foul, so also good to overcome that as well. Yeah, you know, for sure. Kind of got a little emotional. Yeah, it happens. It does. It does. Yeah. So, uh, I I like I like Cole's shot. Mm-hmm. It, um, if you if you watch his shot, it it is remnant of um of Mark Will Smith, because uh, he doesn't jump much. Yeah. You know, Mark Will didn't jump at all. He's mm-hmm. six four. If he'd have jumped, he'd it'd be almost impossible for somebody to block it. Yeah, for sure. But, but he barely he barely lifts his feet off the ground, and and Cole shoots in that same fashion. Very easy to repeat that motion if you don't jump way up in the air. Yep. What I've heard. Sure. I, I was never a good shooter. So I didn't play basketball past yeah. 10 years old. So What do we know? Uh, anyway, let's jump into our Someone to Howl About. Time to name our own Players of the Week. Who just did that weird growl? Who do you think? Was that you? Yes. It wasn't me. I have a helmet on my head. <laughs> nice growl, Matt. Is, Matt. What? I tried to We're put the Matt. wolves, not why the it, dogs or why whatever. 
Was that your stomach that growled? No, no, I'm just trying to figure out why why a helmet on your head would have anything to grow. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, hey, we're getting back to the. Was Caitlin Frazee in the? Is she? I can't. She's see. still here. My yeah. peripherals are blocked. Yeah, because you're wearing a helmet. <laughs> Caitlin, can you come here, please? We have a special guest appearance. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I'm gonna go first. Okay. But I'm going to defer my pick to Caitlin. So she's going to say who she wants to howl about. Okay. And that's going to be my pick. Is this right. her graduation gift? Yes. Who are you howling about this week, Caitlin? She gave a very sheepish, I don't know. <laughs> so, did you, you were at both basketball games. Who did you think performed well? Um, I think that um, Zoddy normally does pretty well. <laughs> Zoddy Jackson, my someone Zod- to howl about. <laughs> Caitlin, <laughs> that is, I, sure. Very I, nice. Yeah, I think Zoddy's um, looks good out there, basketball-wise. <laughs> and he, um, you know, is a pretty consistent player on the team every time I've watched. He's Could have shouted out your teammates for running the uh, concession stand But we Sunday. went with Zoddy Jackson, and I love it. <laughs> oh, what a time that was. I saw, I, I saw people getting nachos with, their, with, their, uh, with Doritos at the game the other day. That's nice. That those sound good. Like uh, I was like, I was like, wait, what was that? Did somebody just walk by with not with Dorito nachos? I had a hot dog and was. Um, it looked very dry. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, <laughs> you, you but I, no I was mustard, uh, ketchup or anything <laughs> on your hot dog. Okay, I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> anyway, um, I also had a uh, piece of pizza. So shout out corporate partner Papa John's. Papa John's. Uh, did you yeah, say Matt was next? Matt. Okay. I'm next. Yeah. I'm next. All right. I'm going to shout out the volleyball team. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. No, I no, I, I I will say this. That team shows up as much as anybody else. So volleyball and, so- and softball are probably in the in the running for the community community service team of the year this year. W- women's basketball does a fantastic job. Men's basketball does a fantastic job as well. Uh, but those two show up in mass uh, whenever whenever they're whenever they're asked to, and it's it's always a, a good thing. Also, uh, volleyball they they were uh, they they pulled double duty this weekend. Did they? Yeah, because they were in the parade as well. Very nice. The Carrollton Parade. It, it, it was great. The, uh, lots of fun. I, it was a little late for me. You know, it's just dark. Did it start at 4 o'clock? Is that too late for you? No. Like 5, didn't it? No. That's when I'm at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> what Denny's? What? Where's the closest Denny's? Uh, Thornton Road. They have the, the, what is it, the, the Grand Slam? Yeah. 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 I guess I, so. I never been I'm to Denny's. I'm a Waffle House guy. Yeah, me too. I'm never been to Denny's. I'm ki- I'm kidding. I've only been to Denny's like once in my no. life. But okay. we've gone off the rails again. <laughs> where's, where's Thornton Road? Uh, between Other side of Douglasville. Yeah. Oh, okay. Halfway, about halfway between here and Atlanta. Yeah. Sure. Um, but no, uh, the volleyball team showed up uh, for the parade. They showed up for uh, to to worth the concession stand. So you know they're just they're they're all the time uh, MVPs in that in that kind of category. Yeah, I'm going to go along the same lines. I feel like we can't shout volleyball out without. You said you uh, were third. I said I was third. Oh, okay. Um, I created this segment. I can do what I want. I thought I was the producer. I could the shout show. out a million people right now if I wanted to, and you just have to sit here and you produce it. Oh yeah, we got a no, none but time. What are you going to hit? What, what? Which one do you want to hit? I don't know. I was just going to see what happened. Hey. <laughs> That's what a button does. Uh, maybe one day we'll just go through them all live yeah, on the show. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, I feel like we have to uh, shout out the others that you kind of talked about. 
that are really good with their community service. And one of those who stood out last week was softball. Um, they won the Can Wars, which was a canned food drive yeah. um, over the Thanksgiving break. Um, and then they delivered those cans to the Winter West Wonderland right. uh, canned food in- drive initiative deal on Wednesday. Um, and they also pulled the double double duty. They did that and the Christmas parade too, right? Yeah, so, yeah, they did. Yeah, um, and, I'm going to throw out softball as my nice. someone to howl about. Yeah, they, they're doing the howl. It's the howl for hungry. The fa- howl go. for hunger. That's what. Okay. It is. Uh, th- so Winter West Wonderland. Um, I, if you didn't get a chance, a fantastic little event. Um, basically, if you, if you watch the video, the art department, which the art department at West Georgia is is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you, any if you if you don't know the history of it, um, there were three or four years in a row where an art student from West Georgia won the uh, the shirt for uh, the uh, Petrie uh, for the Petrie Road Race, um, which is that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like they go to they go to all the colleges in the state of Georgia, and one, somebody from West Georgia won it for four years uh, running. It was it was really amazing. Um, but they also did all of the wolves that you see around town, the, uh, the, the howling wolves that are in front of businesses and things like that. The art department here did that. The art, art department here did the wolf on wolf plaza. So the pretty iconic part of campus. Absolutely. Um, so the, the things that this art department does is pretty amazing. And they built, uh, a lot of structures, a lot of light structures, uh, for, uh, that were kind of all around the campus center. To create this Winter West Wonderland, uh, the the piece where um, the kids were watching movies there. I think they showed Elf one night and uh, and things like that. Which son of a Nutcracker, Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? Mm, absolutely, it's a great movie. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you find your dad. I'm singing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, off the rails again. Off there, the rails. there haven't been rails once in this episode. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I told you there were no rails. Uh, but no. Uh, it, and Lindsay Robinson with the university uh, was was kind of the head up of of, of that whole thing. Uh, and Dr. Preston. Um, so shout out to them for for a fantastic event. I heard lots of good things about the event. Um, it was centered around. Uh, uh, shows at the Townsend Center, and they had and they had dinners as well that were separate of it, and uh, and decorating cookies for kids and movies and all kind of stuff like that, along with the lights. So, uh, fantastic little event uh, that is gonna that should grow over the years. That was a uh, a long someone to howl about there. And we gave Just him cans. The, the overall and we the gave whole him thing. cans. <laughs> and we gave him cans. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So we had uh, Zoddy Jackson by way of. Caitlin Fraser. Caitlin's nomination. Uh, we proud of that. Caitlin. The volleyball that was, team. That was, that was good. Which I threw out, and then Matt took, and then Matt threw them out. So I said, I got to take softball. So we got all kind of people in this house for you. <laughs> it's it's Caitlin's last week in the office. That's true. Her last day's Thursday. I wanted to give her a chance to hop on. And say her piece, and I thought today was a great day to do that. I feel like you intimidated her with the with the Rydell. Yeah, she was definitely intimidated. I'm by sorry, the I didn't mean to. Kate, was it the helmet? Yeah. Oh, it was the helmet. Yeah, see, I look great in this helmet. Do I not? It it, it, it definitely helps if you pull it down and we can't see half I mean, your face. Like it, right there, that's perfect because it, I I can't see half of your face. It it is Christmas time, and you you kind of look like Caleb when he was you know five. Great, that's what I was going for. <laughs> what does that have to do with Christmas? Huh? Uh, what kids have? You see a lot of kids getting a, uh, a helmet at Christmas, and it's over, it's oversized. Oh, oh, oh! I, I feel you. like I'm following now. That '70s show, I have the stupid helmet on. <laughs> that could be accurate. You always have that helmet on. 
True. Anyway, let's jump into the preview. Pretty light week for us. Like we talked earlier, it's exams week. Uh, so we've got seven-day break between uh, Sunday's basketball game and our next one, which is this Sunday as the Wolves head to Auburn Montgomery to take on the Warhawks. A 3 p.m. tip for the women and a 5 p.m. tip for the men. Both those times are Eastern. Um, obviously, the uh, AUM is in Central Time Zone, but we're reporting those to you in, in Eastern. So 3 p.m. Eastern doubleheader start uh, for Wolves basketball on Sunday in Montgomery. And after that one, we only have, what, two before Christmas? Two left before Christmas? That's correct. 14th and the 18th? 15th and the 18th. Oh, sorry. So get come watch the Wolves while you can before it turns to a new year. That's all I got to say. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. In this in this calendar year, you got to come on out. December 15th, the Wolves Holiday Bash is going to be gonna be a great time. We're probably going to give away some hot chocolate and and, uh, and some candy canes and things like that. So it's going to be a good time. Where, where would you get tickets for that, Matt? Uh, UWGathletics.com backslash tickets. Uh, all you got to do is go there and uh, and and then down then download the hometown fan app, and that's the easiest way uh, to have all your tickets for all of your games. Perfect. How much do those cost for students? Uh, zero. Nice. And but I would say students need to get student season tickets. That's a whole lot easier. Yep. You don't have to do it every game. For all 12 remaining games. That's a pro tip. Pro tip. Life Straight hack. from the source. Straight from the source. Now here are your hosts. Straight from the source. Anyway. Well, fans, the biggest gift that anyone can give is of your resources and your time. You spent your time today listening to Jared, PBG, and Caitlin and I talk about our wolves, so you've definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our land, our fans and <laughs> our lands and fistners. Don't cut that out. That our, was great. Our lands and fistners. If yeah. I had a button to play, this land is your land, this land is my land, I would totally do it. <laughs> but our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics, hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we are grateful for every penny that is given to our wolves. If you aren't would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. Follow us online at uwgathletics.com and on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at uwgathletics. But remember, online, our landing page is uwgathletics.com. Absolutely. Remember to download the UWG Game Day Experience app. It is the it is your game program in the palm of your hand. All you have to do is go to your app store, download UWG Game Day Experience app, and you, you too can be in the game with rosters, schedules, all kind of things as we get ready for our next home game. You could say that's another landing page for us. It is the app. Page. Um, as long if as you, it's in the palm of your hand. That's right. If you like what you've heard on this episode of What the How, be sure to go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating, write a review, and for that, we'll give you a free shout-out right here on What the How. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to recap another week of West Georgia Athletics. I am Jared Boggess. I just work here. I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And I'm PBG from the AOB with a helmet on my head. <laughs> next week, you'll hear Jared say, Thank you for listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the How?